0: Welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Jaws Blake. Hola, galera. I hope you're well. I hope everything's really, really, really beautiful for you. I am in the... (laughs) I'm in the last dredges of my 30s. It is an interesting time in my life. I'm wondering... All these turns and twists and what's going to happen next and how I'm going to do all these things. And this is the diary of all those things. This is episode 131. 132. (laughs) It's always funny when you do so many of these, like you forget what time and space and everything kind of works in its ways. So yeah, it's 132. (laughs) And look it up. Um, I mean, it's real, though. That's a real mistake, so I figure it's more fun to just kind of show you who I am than pretend like I don't make mistakes, because I do. I'm I'm quite proficient at them, actually. Ah, so let's see. A quick check-in. I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I'd love to have more money. I'd love to have more, uh... Mm. I don't want to say fame. Fame isn't the right word. I'd love for the podcast to be bigger. I'd love for my paintings to sell more. I'd love for my my house to sell for a ridiculous amount of money so we can move to a nice house that we don't have to worry about any type of weird little things which is not what happens when you move into a house it's just you know you take on whatever else somebody else didn't do and then you know all the things and all that but i'm I'm excited about having a washer dryer and inside my own home and not have to go somewhere i'm excited about having uh more space for the cats to run around in um i'm excited about not having to deal with the condo association and their ridiculousness, which they have gotten more ridiculous as time has gone by. <clears throat> they've accidentally let let a lot of cats out of the bag, so to speak. Found out that uh, there was a large amount of people who own condos in this association who just have not been paying their condo fees for a very long time. And so they've been trying to slip the extra cost into everybody else who's been paying so that we're paying for these other people. But the question is, how does that work? Because that feels extremely illegal. (laughs) Because, I mean, on a very basic level, so you, you sneakily tricked us into paying more money to pay for other people, but you're still going to collect that money from those other people. But I don't feel like you're going to give us that money that we've been paying for. So in essence, you're kind of double-billing in a way. It's a strange, nonsensical type of world. So we are going to just get out of here. We could fight them all the time. And I mean, we're still fighting them, but we're just going to go. Like I don't see the purpose in beating myself over the head in some insane way to fight for something that I'm just... I'm just kind of over. It's weird to feel. I don't feel defeated by it, but I definitely feel like I've been fighting people for so long in my life that I had the opportunity to walk away from this and not have to do this. And I think that's what I want to do. So that's what we're trying to get around to. We're cleaning up. We're meeting with a realtor. <clears throat> we're doing all types of fun stuff oh please remember to drink water today it's really important it's good for your brain (laughs) um the cats are really well they're crazy but they're doing well i'm throwing out a lot of old stuff which like it's mostly like a lot of old pants that i was like i'm gonna sew these back together (laughs) and then four years later they're still in a pile of clothes that were going to be sewed back together so i tossed those um if anybody wants them, they find them, they're yours. And uh, yeah, you know, trying to read books, trying to listen to more music, trying to do more abstract paintings. But that is another segment of The Painter Files. So go let us. I have been doing these abstract paintings as of late. I mean, I've been doing them, but I've been getting back to them. I'm still working on the giant, the giant alligator with all the children and the baby alligators and all the other things that are going to go into it. I'm still working on that. It feels like a giant, like, quilting bee in a way, where I'm adding things to it that are going to mix and match, but it's a slower process because I'm... As I add more, I have to think more about placement and sizing and context and all these things. I don't expect anyone to get what I'm doing. <laughs> Even when the painting's over, I don't know that it's going to necessarily convey what I'm trying to do with it, but that's okay. I I get it. So that's really why I do it. And I mean, I'm happy to explain it to people, but I don't when I make my work, I don't I don't try and make it obvious with these things that I feel these ways and that I'm, I'm protesting and fighting back against kids in cages or that I see something wrong in inequality or fascism or something of that nature. Like I'm not, I'm not obvious about it. These are my, are my emotional uh, responses as opposed to, you know, actual here, this is what it means type of thing. Cause like I said, I'll talk to you all day, but I don't see I'm I don't want to be, you know, somebody who paints things for the Rockefellers. That's not what I wanted. So yeah, doing that. Uh writing down a lot of things, seeing all these little kind of pieces and parts. <sighs> Even journaling again. I I was not prepared for the hardships of last year with art and with doing shows and needing to do shows and not being able to do shows and realizing like how much of that is a large part of my income so reality kicked in when i did my taxes and i was very very upset about it to the point where i was sitting in a bathtub bawling a little bit feeling kind of like a failure but that is okay. Sometimes you just have to let it all out and then just release and let go. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm doing extra stuff. I'm not trying to overwork myself into uh, an early grave, which is oftentimes the problem that a lot of us have. We, we struggle and then we try and make up for it. And in the process of trying to make up for it, we're just slowly killing ourselves. So we don't even get to enjoy the spoils of hard labor. Uh, it's just hard labor, slave labor, if you will. You work really hard for someone else to prosper, and then you die. The mortality rate of a lot of young uh, young men is kind of ridiculous sometimes. It is... Uh, the idea that, you know, you're physically able to do something and so you should do it, no matter how dangerous it is, is oftentimes kind of a, uh, a problem of ego that a lot of young men have. I mean, it's not to be said that people don't take advantage of it, but it's I've, I've noticed as a, as a man of color throughout the years of my life, the almost 40 of my life, that if you work really hard, people will see that. And if you are not paying attention, they will let you do everything. <laughs> they'll let you do everything they'll do nothing and then they will enjoy the spoils of your hard work and you won't really get anything out of it i mean i think of like amazon and stuff like that like they worked super super hard during the pandemic bezos made several billion dollars and those people are still very poor very broke and very sick so there's a certain level of like you have to kind of pay attention to it also on the nft front still not making any nfts still not going to i saw an interesting thing about uh ukraine how they had sold a bunch of nfts to raise money for the people of ukraine over a million dollars and i'm like wow that's really amazing and then somebody said no we just have to wait for the people of ukraine to get that money and i was like ooh, that sounds like it could be a scam where they don't really give the money to them it's such a weird it was just like a weird caveat that hit me right in the chest and i was just like see this is the problem like a lot of these things and it's not even a, it's not even like a crypto thing it's literally like a lot of times you raise money for things and then if you're not making sure the money goes exactly where you say it's supposed to go people tack on all these fees and they you know like 10 percent of it ends up going to where it's supposed to go so it's it's hard it's very hard it's hard to be supportive and not be taken advantage of it's like a, a the struggle is a very significantly strange and crazy type of situation and then there's a the whole aspect of like I saw videos of, like, Caribbean and African uh, students who were being blocked from leaving the country by the neighboring uh, country's military forces, I guess. So, racism wins again, I guess. I don't know. It's just, no, no, I do know. Racism wins again. It's kind of one of those things where, like, we want these really great things to happen and we want peace in the world, and we want all these things. And we're like, yes, and we're going to accomplish this, and we're going to do all that. And then you slowly start to see, like, how people are still jerks. <laughs> they're still jerks, and they're still awful people, even in the midst of everything else. Like, uh, it's it's really, really sad. Um, I've seen a few places that are supposed to be helping with the... Uh, with people trying to survive all the war and the, the violence. And so the only thing I can tell you really is you just got to search for it. You got to search, and when you find things, you got to make sure they are legit and see what other people have said about them and see if there are exactly all the things you need them to be and do for the causes you want. It's not as easy as we once thought it would be to just kind of put something down and then just walk away. And it's, it's, it's wild. It's just wild. Um, back to the art, to my art specifically. I've been making a lot of pieces, like a lot of lot of pieces. And I'm thinking that maybe I'll put them all together and make like a uh, collective book eventually so but that's down the road it's probably years later but you know it just feels like like the struggle is a struggle (laughs) but it is somehow going to come come around and be good at some point that's my hope that we do all these things for all these wonderful causes and people and hopefully when given to them, they do something noble with it. It's important. This is just a reminder to join my Patreon. Uh, Patreon, uh, my name is Jawara. <laughs> Jawara Blake, uh, J-A-W-A-R-A, and then Blake, B-L-A-K-E, or Balake as some would call me, Jawara B-L-A-K-E. Um... Yeah, you should join. Like, we have a lot of really cool stuff. We've got so many features and so many little levels to join. Everything from, like, a pen pal, where we write little... We write stuff back to each other. I draw things, and I send that off. Uh, stuff as far as, like, video stuff as going back and forth. Exclusive videos, exclusive podcast, A lot of art that's kind of behind the scenes that you don't get to see anywhere else. And, uh, yeah, and we're ever growing. Right now, we have... Uh, Six people, I'd love to be at 20 by the time the year ends, and then continue to go from there. It's just a really great way to support me and all the projects I want to do, so please join up. Uh, There should be a link in the description of the podcast. Time for a... Hmm. Time. For a painter, files, art school story. <laughs> so, a very long time ago, in a state far, far away, <laughs> I was going to art school, and I started running across all these movies and films that I thought were like going to be kind of my uh, my story told in imagery pre-made via some writer and then actors. And I ran across this movie called Art School Confidential. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So in essence, there's this kid uh, who decides to go to art school because it's always, all he's ever wanted was to be a famous painter. Very relatable. And he goes to this school, and there are all these weird people because art school is full of weird people um and they're all people who are in different types of art i think that's the thing that people don't really understand i think they think like it's like a it's like a finishing school type of thing but it's because it's art they're all kind of glumped in together so you've got sound people you've got theater people you've got uh computer people and comics and painters and illustrators and just everything (laughs) Just everything. Um, and so, like, they're all represented kind of comically in these. You've got the girl who doesn't wear shoes, who inevitably is walking through the city and steps on glass, and it's just like, yeah, you're not at home. You need to grow up. Um, you've got the kid who's super bitter but wants to basically – he's very talented, but he's angry, so he spends half of his time out in the hall, out outside the school, smoking cigarettes, because he's just so brilliant that he has to kind of calm down his hyperactive brain. You've got the kid that's a really, really good artist, but he stares at people way too intensely, and so on and so forth. <laughs> um, As they go on, there seems to be, in the city that they're going to school with, it's almost like kind of like a Pratt type of thing, in the city where it might even be Pratt. It's been a long time since I've watched it he's drawing figure models, he's falling in love, he's doing all these, like, weird little things that, like, art school kids do, but, like, overly thought out. And, which is probably the most art school thing. Just overly ridiculous um, relationships that you have and don't have while being in art school. And uh, somewhere in there, there's a, a teacher who... Basically, is just kind of a pain in the ass. And then there's also a guy in the city who's like a defunct painter who he start, who the main character starts to kind of study under because he's like, wow, I really want to like learn how you became so talented and you did all these things and you're like the most famous person who ever went to the school and so on and so forth. And the guy's kind of a snarky dick. And also, because it's a big city, there's a serial killer and there's just, like, this whole story going on all at once. And I remember just thinking, I was like, wow, I can't wait to go to art school. (laughs) Even though I was already in art school. And, um, yeah, it was just weird. It was one of those weird little kind of movies that was super quirk. And whether or not you would be willing to go along with a narrative that's not true in order to sell your work. Like, I used to make a joke about how I would tell these ridiculous kind of crazy origin stories of where paintings came from because I didn't think people could really handle like the honest aspect of. I was really hungry and really sad, and painting took my mind off of it. So I worked on this painting for like several days, sometimes without sleeping, and it was a little little kind of a mental breakdown more so than it was anything else and when I was done then I had a big sandwich and I fell asleep on my couch with a blanket over myself with a pair of shorts on in the middle of winter because I was just fever stricken with creativity like that's a lot (laughs) what brought this on this is such a beautiful painting like they don't want to hear that so yeah it was just kind of one of those things where I remember like from that i didn't obviously I didn't go the route that he did in the movie, and I obviously didn't end the way he did in the movie, but there was an aspect of it where it's like, okay, so in order to be this artist that does really well, I need to create a character who's more personable than I am to talk to people and get them to buy artwork, and so La Gama came about. El Pintor came about. Um, Jay is a Painter came about. All these different type of kind of uh, individuals, all multi-personality themselves during art shows so that I could sell work. And I mean, it worked. It definitely worked. Um, I think as I got older, I realized like I didn't have to do all that. I could just go, yeah, no, it was a really strange but powerful time in my life. And this is kind of what came from it, and it may not be the answers that people necessarily wanted. But I got tired of kind of playing a role. I just wanted to be there, and just kind of. I think that I think the character idea was so that I could accept the adulation that I wasn't quite willing to do. In I'm trying to always be so humble, but. At some point in time, I needed to take on, like, the compliments. People were like, oh, my God, you're so good. You're so talented. You're so this, you're so that. And I was like, well, thank you. That's really cool. I'm glad you like that. Um, How would you like to buy this painting? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, it's hard because life, life is interesting. When you're ever trying to try make anything into anything, it can be this... This whole thing you have to go through. But I think in the long run, now that I'm about to be 40, I feel like I'm figuring it out. I truly am. That's kind of what it's all been about in the first place. So I just want to say thank you to my sponsor, Yasotomo Inc., they are incredible and amazing. Like Yasutomi Inc. has been one of my favorite, kind of, of all time sponsors that I've ever had. They've got amazing ink. They've got amazing paintbrushes. They got amazing paint. They got amazing paper. Uh, they have a new paint, a new paper that's actually out right now, and it's made from rocks. It's kind of an interesting new thing. It's a lot more environmentally safe than a lot of the older types that were made. And, uh, yeah, it's just really cool. I, I plan on trying it out. I haven't tried it out yet, but it, I'm told it works really well with my process. So uh, we'll see. But I'm sure it'll be great. They don't make bad products. That's kind of the the wonderful side of them, that they test things and they have artists test them and they just they go to, like, great lengths. So if you get a chance, please go to YAS... U-T-O-M-O dot com. Yeah. Tell them I sent you. It's time for a meditation. (laughs) So Alec did this meditation for me a couple days ago. And I really honestly enjoyed it. It connected me to a lot of things that I really needed to kind of reconnect to after having kind of a really bad week. So, take some deep breaths. Let them in. Let them out. Let them in. Let them out. So, you're resting, sitting in a fixed spot. Your limbs reaching out, open to possibility and change. All the strength and strong things that make you feel comfortable are surrounding you. You are being embraced by those things, they're supportive and you suddenly realize, like, you're not alone in the world. You're not just in this situation where you're on your own. You have all the power of all these things guiding you. You bring your arms to your body, and you give yourself a nice big hug. And it's reinforced by all those wonderful things. And as you do, you take in a deep breath. And you let it out. Open your fingers wide. Put your hands by your side. Open your toes wide. Let your gait be a little looser. Let your spine be a little looser. Let your neck be a little looser. Let your... Eyelids and your mouth and your face, one by one, you let those supporting things just rest, because even focusing on all those things sometimes can be a little a little bit of a task, and it takes your energy away. So you just have to kind of just let it breathe and be okay with just the moment. Breathe in. Breathe out. There's this theory about being present where you you don't let the weight of the world sit on you and you really just pay attention to what's going on right now. And I think... In a lot of ways, that works as far as meditation. I don't know that it works as far as being alive. (laughs) So, I need you to realize and see yourself as you are. Without the facade. Without all the mantras and all these things. And then I want you to give that a hug. And remind yourself that you are wonderful. And just a good person your strength comes from just your being and that is more than enough you are a child of dire a forest of emotion and experience and happiness And even some sadness. But that is okay. It's like spices. Gotta put them together to make something. Nobody just eats pepper. (laughs) At least nobody I know. Anyways. (sighs) I want you to have a really, really relaxed moment in your life. And once you reach that, I want you to multiply it. you're worth it all right galatas we've reached the end of the podcast hoo, hoo, hoo. that is a that is a whole thing <sighs> i feel good i feel really good plants are doing okay need to repot the big one little one's doing okay it's just doing good <laughs> And um if you'd like to support the podcast please uh rate and leave a comment wherever you listen to the podcast share it let people know the more people we bring in the better everything goes this is actually how I make money uh, i've have managed to make some actual money doing this uh so the more listeners i have the better i do with uh with uh sponsors so Yeah, Um, you can check out videos of me doing all types of artsy stuff on Painter Files on YouTube. Uh, There's an IG, if you're into IG, uh, Jaws underscore Blake. Lots of fun stuff there. There's my website, JawsBlakeBlog.com. Yeah, and just, uh, like I said, follow Patreon, all those things. Uh, Joara Blake. And Like I said, the link for all these things will be in there. If you'd love to leave me a tip, even uh, you're welcome to write me up at jaw at um sorry no, not not jaws uh, painterfilespodcast at gmail.com. dot And uh, also, yeah, you can leave me a tip on PayPal if you want. Uh, it'll like I said, everything be in the links. I hope you're well. I'll talk to you next week. I love you, painter out. Ciao.